Marvel DC, Marvel DC, Marvel DC, 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 Marvel, 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 We create our own realities and words. That's disgusting. Hello. That's disgusting. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. The Geek Chat. Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Geek Chat. I'm Desmond. And I'm Rich. And we are your comic book guides for the next hour and some change, uh, or less, depending. Your mileage may vary. Um, But we are your hosts as we have a merry trip down comic book lane and talk about all the fantastic comic books that came out last week and some not so fantastic books (sighs) well you have to have ups and you have to have downs so that's kind of you know the the main thing with all of this stuff so we are sparing you from listening to us trashing one of the books because someone desmond forgot to read it It's okay, it wasn't a good book anyhow. It was a mistake. I tried so hard to remember to to I even write shit down for him, people. I I tried so hard, (laughs) so hard to remember to read uh, Thunderbolts number two, but as you can see, I didn't. Well, they can't see anything, really. Well, they can hear it. (laughs) All right, why don't you read your announcements? Sure, so the first announcement, um, and we want to get this out of the way right now because it's weighing on everybody's hearts and we wanted to um just have a more somber moment now in which we uh want to have a moment of silence for the for our fallen uh brothers sisters uh family uh that fell uh during the orlando attacks in orlando yeah the 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 massacre of of uh 50 LGBTQ um, people, um, and they're part of our family. They're part of your family. Um, even if you didn't know them, they're part of your family because you know when you do senseless violence like this, it affects everybody. Um, it affects everybody. Uh, it affected Rich and I very deeply because it is a part of our community, and um, they're part of our family. So we just want to take a minute. Um, just like a, a a moment of silence, uh, for those people that fell in this senseless, senseless, uh, tragedy. Okay. Um, so... I know some people, and this is just me being on my on my um, soapbox just a little bit. Um, I know people are 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 angry and they want to change. I know people are saying like, "Don't send us your prayers, do something." And and I have to agree with that. Um, but if you need to pray, if that helps you, feel free to do that, please. But still, do something. Do something. Write your congressman. Write your your pastor, right? You know, your family members and just, just have them make a difference. This has got to stop. This cannot be normalized. We cannot just have this be an everyday thing where people can just, you know, kill or be killed. It just, 
It just has to stop. Please contact your congressman and demand action. You know, whatever action you feel is is appropriate, just do something, please. Um, And on that note, uh, we're going to get back to the scheduled broadcast, which is about comic books. Um, So before we start that, we have a couple announcements. We have one more episode this this episode uh before our hundredth episode which is next monday can you believe that rich oh i can't be here next monday you are such a liar (laughs) anyway we have so we have one more week before our hundredth episode um so that's a hundred episodes of you guys and gals and folks in between uh agreeing with and possibly disagreeing with our thoughts about these comic books that we love. So yes, it's a 100th episode. We're going to be trying to do a live broadcast um, of through Facebook. So you, where you guys can see us. I don't know how fun that's going to be or what's going to happen. I don't know. You know, but again, we're, we're threatening that I'm going to come in in a robe and Rich is going to wear a onesie and it's just going to be crazy. We might invite people. We're not really sure what's going to happen, but it's going to be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. So, and then after that, we're going to take a, a short couple of weeks off uh, from the live show. But we will have um, new, new reviews. Yep, new reviews, new content. Um, Rich and I are fervently working on our website. We're working on a, um, uh, him, a web series. Him more than me. Well, you're helping. You know. <laughs> uh, we're working on our Facebook uh our Facebook, um, sorry, working on our website, working on our YouTube channel, working to get you more content for season five. So please stay five. Tuned. Season, can you believe it? Season wow. five. It's so crazy. And as always, join the Facebook group and let us know uh, what you've been reading, what you've been liking. We keep growing, and we wouldn't be here without you guys. So please uh, come and join us. Also, Rich and I are thinking about doing a a uh, panel at San Francisco Comic-Con. Um, so what do you think that we should do? Um, go on to the Facebook group, uh, The Geek Chat, and join and see what, what would you sit in a in a hall room for an hour and watch us do within reason, you know, and it has to be under uh, over, over, over 18 but not in C-17. I don't think Rich is into getting naked anymore so hell no <laughs> so we're not gonna do that so we're gonna do like naked comic book readings that would be so silly as long as they're naked yes yes we're on stage dressed but you all have to come in naked that's kind of cool anyway so with without further ado rich on to the reviews on to the reviews superman action comics rebirth came out it went back to its original numbering 957 uh the writer is dan jurgens Patrick Zercher did the art. Tamu More was the colorist. Rob Lay was the letterer. And the cover was done by Ivan Reese, Joe Prado, and Sonia Obeck. And the variant was done by Ryan Sook. So, what did you think of this book? Um, why don't you start first? Well, no, because my opinion is going to differ from yours and a lot of the reviews I read. And I, I want to be able to lambast you. No, you. that's why you should go first then. I think that some people in geek culture are so used to short writing told so simple 
that I've read a couple reviews where too much happened. What the fuck does that mean? Oh, it had too much in it. He tried to do too much in number one. That's what I loved about it. Dan Jurgens did not treat people like idiots with this book. Um, there mm. is a lot going on. And for people to be like, oh, he needs to streamline. No, he doesn't. You know, back in the 90s, when there were like 20 X-Men books, I could tell you every single thing that happened in all the books. That was a lot. This is one issue, double-sized issue, that, yeah, it they put a lot into this book. They got a lot of ideas going. Uh, and it, that's what I was excited about. It's funny that the pre-52... I kind of read Superman, and then the new 52, I stopped reading Superman until he died, and I'm really enjoying these books, and I, I, I think that the new Superman, yeah, he went a little overboard with the violence right away, but he was thinking of his Lex, and if you read the book, it's all about Lex Luthor makes a return to Metropolis as the new hero the city needs, and old Superman was like, uh-uh, nuh-uh, he's not going to do this. So he flies in and attacks Lex. Meanwhile, there's something going on where they're trying to steal something, and by the end, you learn what it is. Now, is it overdone? A little bit, but I'm willing to let, I'm willing to see where the story goes. You are biting your tongue. Are you done? What? Okay. There is... There's too is, much going no, on. this is not about... Multiple X titles. This is not about, you know, not being able to follow the action. Oh, I followed the action, and I followed the narrative of the story for this Superman, and I'm telling you, it was too much. It was not too much. There was too much going on. He literally was like... You know, we had one issue for him to deal with the death of his 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 counterpart, right? And then and then he's like, okay, you know, not in the, at the end of that or anything like at the end of the the. I'm talking about the um, Superman Zero. So within that time frame, and then Lex showing up, he's like, fuck the identity that we used to have or the the secret identities we had, and and the laying low. This city, this world needs a new Superman. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, because okay, Lex and is there. And, no, no, and, I, and I'm totally fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. But Lois is sitting there like, well, we already looked at him. We saw this. Nothing's wrong. And he's like, no. Are you kidding? No, I'm not. It was not. a pissing contest between between him and Lex. And That's I what that was. And I loved it. No, I loved okay? it. Okay? And, so, and he did not attack. He didn't attack Lex Luthor. He said, you were blah, blah, blah. And, and maybe Dirt Jurgens is trying to uh, work on both angles because we have pre- uh, 52 versus new 52 Lex and so they have different views on who they are and even Lex says you're older something's different about you and, but I mean come on he soups like literally grabs at Lex to try to take the S off of him and he gets shocked and treats that as an act of, of, of war yeah, because he has no right to be wearing that S who says no right who says this the he's Superman? wearing his crest no, he's wearing the crest of, of the dead Superman. It's still his. Mm-hmm. It's still his. I, it is I think, still I, his. I was thinking this Superman was a little too crazy. I'm I sorry. I liked it. And and Lois was like, okay, I guess we're going to deal with this. Yeah. Completely yeah. didn't have a conversation about it or and anything. And what do you think that's all about? And then and then the the other Clark Kent. Some Clark Kent shows up. Ugh. I loved it. I Ugh. loved it. Now, for me, I the, was the last page. At the end. Was like, and then, <laughs> and then they fucking bring back Doomsday I at know. the end. I was Spoilers. like, 
I was like, fuck this book. I'm all for it. I loved it. This book made me very happy. No. I yes. mean, I, I was just, I, uh. Oh, it had too much. It did. It did not. It totally did. There I was... miss when comic books were actually packed with stuff. You know what? And I'm. I'm fine. I'm I'm fine that it had stuff, but it just didn't need all of that now. Like I, for me, I always oh, thought, I thought it, it needed to be a slower burn. Oh, no. It needed to be a little bit. Okay, I will give Jurgens one thing, you know, and that's he's starting strong by giving us a lot. Yeah. But I don't think that he's going to be able to keep up the momentum. And then having Doomsday be like, there's just so much happened in this book that I don't know if it's going to be able to keep up the momentum that this first issue promised. Well, we'll see. We're going to be disagreeing a lot. I'm telling you now, gentle listeners, we are going to be arguing a lot because I think we had different opinions about almost every book, which is uh, what is great. I don't know. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I can't wait. So we're going to go in alphabetical order, people, for these. Yay! Because alpha- Wait a minute. By title or by or by company? By or, title. Or by artist or writer? <laughs> Let's get this out of the way, Okay, so we? what are we reading first? You want me to do this one? Yep. Okay. Aquaman. Dun, dun, Rebirth. Dun. Number one. Uh, the, <laughs> the title is The Drowning. Prologue. Uh, after the Deluge so weird uh dan <laughs> abnett is the writer scott eaton and oscar jimenez are the princelers uh mark morales and oscar jimenez was the were the inkers uh gabe el tab um was the colorist pat borchayu was the letterer and they had a whole bunch of covers so <laughs> and aquaman was created by paul norris hey paul norris hi um what'd you think i I literally read this already. <laughs> you know, you know, I read it. It was re- Jeff Johns I, yep, Aquaman number I read one. It, I read Jeff Johns Aquaman number one, and this is the exact same thing. Um, that's what people online were saying. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's the exact same thing. Uh, what it was. Um, yeah, I don't know about the Mira stand by your man kind of thing, but she is devoted. She is hopelessly devoted to that fish man. So um, it definitely set the status quo for what was going to happen in the Aquaman series. It's we have the detractors who who don't or the separatists, sorry, that want to be uh, have the. The Atlanteans, I want to be separate from they're the... terrorists, oh, not they're, our people. Yes. As Mira would say. Mira, they're terrorists. Although, wasn't she part of that terrorist cell for a minute before she fell in love? I think they're ignoring that. Wasn't that New 52 stuff? Well, maybe. I don't know. I mean, she... Uh, well, the guy, the, the, when when um that one guy was questioning, uh, the one subordinate was questioning her about, like, he's uh, King Ar- Arthur is... Or, Arthur is uh, attacking our own people, and she's like, "No, they are terrorists." Blah blah blah. So maybe she still has that, but she is not gonna be that character anymore. I don't know. Um, I really don't know where this book is going. I mean, the ending. I liked the ending. The ending showing Black Manta coming back, and, and the fact that he was the narrator for the entire book. Yes, I thought that was a really cool thing. A way to inter- see this was. So reading it from a brand new number one, from a new reader's perspective, having Black Manta um, be the narrator and give the reader information on everything that has happened in case you never picked it up, 
that was a good. I, I yeah. thought that was done really well. And I wish he would have seen. Here's the thing, though. If you're sizing up the Drink. competition, ugh, if if he's sizing up the competition, I wish he would have told a little bit more because they're trying to talk about what his power is. And no, he cannot talk to fish because or aquatic life because they don't have the brain power. And I the, liked that they said that in order that. to have a conversation. That's I, fine. I thought I thought he did a great job of jabbing that at all the people that you know put. Aquaman down. Yes. And that was their little like, you know, fuck you. He's more than that. Mm-hmm. But I wish they would have said more about his powers. Like, I know he's super, he has super tough Dense skin, skin. Yep. and he's super strong because of the being in the water and he's even stronger in the water and, you know, he's like, isn't he like Superman when he's in the water type? Something like that. I don't know. I wish they would have defined his power a little bit more. What did you think of the art? Um, the way the two styles. Do you think they, the two styles were completely different? I was going to say, do you think they merged or did no, well? Or they did not merge, and I really wish loved that, that they would have the, exactly the artist in the first half, the first in the end. Ooh, so good. I don't think either of them are the regular artists, though. We'll have to look into that. So, um, I liked. So the first start was a lot more reminding me of a little bit of Travel Foreman, and and I don't know, just. It was much more uh, expressive and um, I don't know. But the new art that's in the center for the bulk of the story is much more classic um, DC. art. Yeah, classic DC, very, very uh, figures. And it was just interesting. I, you know, it's not a bad book. It's just, uh, it, it, it was, it was just a week. It was just a week rebirth. Like, okay, this is the so status quo. for readers like us, yes. But I think for a new reader, they would be able to pick this up and understand what's going on. So I think I think it, it worked on a new reader level. Yeah. But for us that know the character, I think you and I expected a little bit more like action. Yeah. Where no, it there progressed was, the story. No, there was action. It just didn't seem to matter because it was this... It was this... The rebels. Separatist cell that wanted to blow up the... And I was like... Okay, you know you're trying to do the. I don't know. I just I wanted to. I wanted to be a little bit more. Maybe chop off his hand or something. (laughs) 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 But I, I like I said before, and this is on record. I'm going to pick up at least the uh, first uh, three, if not first story arc of most of these books to see exactly what's going on. I think everyone should look at it that way, just because you you. Uh, the number one might not have hit it. At least give it a couple. Because if you hate it by then, you know you're going to hate it. But first issues are always just first issues. Yeah, and I've I've been a fan of Aquaman for for a while. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poor Aquaman. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. So the Flash is our next book. The Flash. That was a good book. Rebirth number one. That was a good book. Joshua Williamson is the writer, and if you don't read his birthright, you should be, because it's an amazing book. Why are you looking at me? Because you should be reading it. Ew. Uh, Carmine de Giando Menico. Yes. I learned how to say that name. Yay. He was a Marvel writer. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Marvel artist on for X-Factor. a very long time, the, and I'm happy to see him drawing The Flash, because I really enjoyed his art style. He does. Well, we'll get into that. Uh, Ivan Placencia was the colorist. Steve Wands was the letter. Carl Kershaw did the cover. I have not heard his name in a while. He just usually inks and um, he does inks and he does covers yeah. a lot. And 
I love Jason Pearson. He did the variant cover. Mm-hmm. I just, I love his art. I'm so glad that he's, I would love to see his art in the inside of a book instead of just a cover. Yeah. I don't know why he doesn't do books anymore. So this book is about the closest to the actual rebirth storyline. <laughs> yep. Than any of the books so far. And by that we mean, if you read Rebirth number one, the story coming out of that is in Flash, in an interesting way, with Batman, of all people. Mm -hmm. Do you, in all your years and decades and eons of reading comics, remember Batman and Flash doing a team-up? You suck. No, I don't. (laughs) I don't remember that. So I think it's fun that they're, you know, they're working together, and it's a mystery that they need to solve. And I'm, I'm guessing this is where that... Uh, narrative is going to be continued. I think it's going to be in this one. I think it's going to be in Titans too, which is next week. Uh, because that's where we find out what's going on with Wally. So, uh, did you happen to read those first couple pages from the Titans? I did not. Where I, Wally somehow jumpstarts Dick's brain I'm to not, remember him. I'm, I'm like so excited. So I'm thinking maybe he is like a harbinger type of person harbinger meaning he touches people and they can he can make them remember their past maybe that's what's happening oh, um, no. but i enjoyed it i liked the i liked the camaraderie i liked i liked them talking about and by their them you friendship. mean wally, wally and, and flat and, and uh, barry. barry and them talking about what's going on and having them think about Oh my God! You know this really happened, and I'm so sorry I forgot about you. And and why did this happen? And and like I like that because I like that they're not trying to wrap everything up so quickly. At first, I didn't. I, at first, I wasn't. I didn't enjoy that. At first, I was like, you know, damn it, um, Jeff Johns, you were supposed to make everything right. You were supposed seriously when I read that DC Comics Rebirth special that that the really thick one the eighty page I was like, God damn it! You were supposed to do this. You're supposed to make it right. But that's how the storylines are going to be. But set. that's the thing. I didn't realize that. And at first I was like, Damn it! You know this is nothing. You're setting up something and blah blah blah. And then I read those first couple and they weren't following it. And I'm thinking, okay, so it looks like the writers are going to be able to pull in whatever they want to make the stories as we're going to see later in the wonder woman review people it seems like writers are able to write more or less whatever they want playing with the idea of something has happened exactly i like the idea that so that wally has gone to his wife and he's gone to batman and these people don't remember him yep and the first one he makes a connection with is his mentor exactly and Um, i love when when he's like you know I'll use a speed force to manifest a new costume and a costume and Barry's all, Oh, I forgot we could do that. And he makes fun of the ring. You've been yeah. using the ring. And I'm like, don't make fun of that ring. Yeah. And I was like, see, even, even he, Wally is more knowledgeable of the flash than the flashes. So I'm wondering earlier version of, him. I'm see, wondering if he's going to start remembering things. I really think so. And I think, I think, and I'm playing devil's advocate here, we are going to get at least a year of these stories before they wrap it up and they and they solidify what the continuity is. Yeah, because the new number ones, it's funny, uh, someone came in last week and, and basically they thought every single new number one was out now. And when we tried to explain to them 
that no, if only. this is this is all being rolled out over the next many many months. There's going to be new number one stories coming throughout the rest of the year, and of course they told us we're wrong because you know we don't know what we're doing. Obviously, um, and uh, that everything's out now. And I like that DC. I can't believe I'm saying positive things about DC. It's a f- weird feeling. I like and I don't like when Marvel did it. Marvel shut everything down like they did with the new 52 yeah and then release everything brand new so far with what we've been reading i kind of like this using the messed up new 52 and seeing that something was wrong and broken and trying to fix it yes it's a huge meta message that jeff johns is writing Mm -hmm. and someone posted on the geek chat um about that how this uh one of the i guess was a a columnist was writing how Maybe Jeff Johns is having this sort of like pseudo, like it, it definitely is a meta message about like someone is fucking with us. Someone is changing. Dan Didio. But that's the thing. Like they haven't. <laughs> He's going to be the great it. villain. It's, but they haven't named it. So at this point, it yeah. is this huge meta message about Dan Didio and Jim fucking Lee. Fucking things up. And all these people fucking it up. And I got to say. It's just that, hilarious. That. that is a great idea because it's what we are all thinking. And the fact that you and I so far have reviewed five and then another five. We've reviewed ten DC comics. And if you go back and we listen to this whole past season, we probably reviewed that money in the entire year. Yeah. And I'm I'm really loving it. I'm telling you, this artist on Flash is great. I yeah. love – he can draw motion, the lines – um, I know there were some people online that just did not think his art fit. Oh, really? Yeah, I it totally wasn't. Think it, fits. it wasn't kinetic enough. Really? Yeah, because I thinking if you think with some of the newer artists, they draw those elongated arms, and when they're running to show a force perspective. No, no, no. Even so, we're looking at a, at a splash page the in actual, the comic yeah. in which on one page we have Wally. Wally running and we have Flash or Barry running out. And it looks like people running, whereas a much more newer or quote-unquote hip artist would have drawn their limbs much more elongated, oh, like showing the intro, in the intro the, page. The intro page that is a that is a classic running pose of him showing that he's digging deep and running. Um, I feel that a much newer or street or whatever you want to call it. Uh, artist would have been even more like Damien Scott would have been that artist would have well, been a lot more well, yeah, elongated. Because, it's and, how he draws. And, but I'm saying, you know, do you know what that reminded me of? Have have drawn like that, and I think some people were thinking that that's what this needed. Oh, it no. needed much more of a a pop, a, a brighter color because it's people, motion. It's, what did people think of uh, Scott Collins when he did it? I loved Scott Collins on The Flash. Scott Collins, people love Scott Collins' art. And that reminded me of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the way it looked reminded me of the old Scott Collins, the way he used to draw back on his Flash run, which yep. was amazing. I I have to say, this Flash was really good. It really moved the, forward, the story forward as well as giving... Uh, rise to what's happening in Teen Titans and uh, sorry in Titans because it's not Teen Titans in Titans next week I want to know what's going to happen with the new black gay or sorry the new black Wally West and then what I forgot to mention in Aquaman is we got to see old white Garth but mm-hmm. where is black Garth he was in the rebirth but I'm thinking do you think black Garth is not Garth 
His name wasn't Garth. I thought his name was Garth. Yeah, the the gay one who was the new Aqualad. From the cartoon, whose name wasn't Garth. I thought his name was Garth, because I'm thinking, but that Aqualad, what if that's Black Manta's son? That's what it is. It is? I didn't realize that. Well, that's what I thought from the beginning. No, I I think it's never, they've never said that they were But on the, just in, what was it, Young Justice, wasn't he his son? Exactly. I'm I'm just taking it from that. Yeah, so that's what I thought too, but it hasn't been, it has nowhere online or that I've read has it been quantified that that is in fact his son. Do you want to know how I interpreted that in the first, uh, we're going back to Aquaman, I'm sorry guys. No problem. Um, I interpreted the very last page as that being him until it clicked and I was like, oh no. Because talking about his dad's murder, how cool would it have been if Jackson, that's his name. Oh, okay. Wasn't it Jackson? I think you're right, actually. But I thought, how cool would it be if that was him and somehow Aquaman had killed his dad the original Black Manta, and then I realized, oh, that's wishing too much. <laughs> That'd be really weird. <laughs> so the next book we're going to review is uh, DC Universe's Rebirth, uh, Detective Comics, back at its original numbering, which is issue 934. That is a lot of books. Um, I wonder if they actually had some poor intern go in and count all the issues and see which ones counted and which ones didn't. Probably. Ugh, that's terrible. I, I feel bad for that intern. Um, so this book was by James Tinian the fourth, uh, was this, was the script. I don't know how different is that as the writer, but he's the script writer, I guess. And, uh, Eddie Burroughs, the pencils, uh, Eber Ferreria did the inks, Ebriano Lucas did the colors and Marilyn, uh, Patrizio did the letters and there was a ton of covers. <laughs> uh, so Batman is building an army um, of former sidekicks who were not sidekicks, I guess, in the New 52. Because Stephanie, spoiler, was a sidekick in the pre-52, as was Cassandra Kane, Orphan. And, I hate that name. <laughs> and uh, Tim Drake. And, though, and then his partner, not subordinate is Batwoman. His cousin. His cousin. They're cousins. In which he unmasks in front of her and she's like, I already know who you are, Bruce. And she's is that like how she talks? I assume so. But <laughs> but look at it's so weird that Bruce's face on that picture, he's like awestruck. He's like, What? How did you know? Yeah, and I'm like, really Bruce. And then the wild card, I believe, is Clayface. Yeah. And I love it because Rich and I were having a conversation about Clayface and which Clayface is this? Because so it's in the, in the continuity, there have been four Clayfaces, three men female. and uh, one yes. and then one uh, one female, and but everyone do I think largely to the because of the cartoon has settled for the big hunk of clay. Yeah, the big clay one. Well, we have that one, but his he's named after the original uh, Basil Carlos who. He's named after the original, which was the actor. So they're borrowing from both, and I, yeah. which I think is awesome. And I really hope that this one is the '80s Clayface because the '80s Clayface was able to. Uh, he was a doppelganger. He he he's a shapeshifter, so he could change his shape and look different and and become a giant bird or something like that. Because he was the second clay face, and then the third clay face was the um, guy who had the acid touch, and he could kill people with his own touch. But they retconned him out, and then the female was only there for like a quick second, and then you'd miss her. So, but I'm excited for this clay. I'm excited for this book. I enjoyed this book. I want to see what's happening. You know, they're building an army versus someone who is going around acting like the Batman. 
and he has an army of Batmen, and there's these drones flying around, and Rich and I have a have a theory, a working yeah. theory about who the who the doppelganger Batman is, and I'm really I'm just really excited for this book. I have to say I agree 100. percent The this again a lot happened, and it all worked. The I'm gonna just say uh, Eddie Barrows. I have never been a huge fan. I feel like his art was always just not there. This book, his art is hitting it. This is a gorgeous book. I think it's one of the the highlights is the art. Everyone looks amazing. I do not like the new double R in Red Robin's costume, but whatever. Um, Orphan, hideous costume, stupid name, but I'm glad she's there. Like I'm really happy that they're using Cassandra. So overall, you like the story. You just didn't like the costumes. Well, yeah, I hate. I just don't like well. Orphan. But I gotta say, the way he draws Clayface, some of this looks painted, and I loved it. Batman's costume looks yeah. really good, and how interesting they're drawing these weird bat webs. It looks like spider webs on the back of his costume. Did you notice throughout this book? Yeah. Um, I love that Batwoman is back, front and center. It it's may not, not a vampire. Is, oh, thank God, that was the most screwed up. Th- Funny story, real quick. Uh, Desmond and I were working on Saturday, and this woman came in and was buying the Batwoman books. And she bought Elegy, which was the very first one, and then they went into the new 52, so she bought the first, uh, essentially, three. And we were talking about it, and I said, so the story really ends at, like, what was it, volume four or something? And she's like, it was four. well, what about the last two? And I'm like, well... You can read it if you want, but they kind of did something to her, and it pissed a lot of fans off. And she's like, well, you can tell me. And I said, they turned her into a vampire. And she was like, oh, hell no, I'm not reading those. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that poor girl. But she was all excited to read about Batwoman. And that's why I think it's really important, especially in light of what happened, you know, well, longtime listener Coog has a a theory. And his theory is a theory. Is it bunnies? It's bunnies. You're not a Buffy fan, so you have no clue what that is. <laughs> I, I remember that one. Oh, you do? Yes. <laughs> I honestly remember that one. So, um, What's his theory? His theory is that it's bunnies. That's what he said. Oh. I know. Isn't that special? It is. He's that He's that good kind of special. He's so, definitely good kind uh, of special. Pick up Detective if you're looking for a good bat team book with a lesbian adventurer. So Terry should love that. Thank you again for tuning in and checking out the Geek Chat. We're here live every Monday from 6 to 7 on MixLR. If you miss an episode or any of our other episodes, you can check out um, this season and any other season that we've done before on SoundCloud. Search the Geek Chat. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, Tumblr, and on Instagram. We are also on YouTube. But again, always search the Geek Chat. If you want to talk to Rich or myself, you can always uh, join the Facebook group, The Geek Chat. Always search the Geek Chat. All right, Rich, so what's next on the agenda? Next <laughs> Wonder on the agenda is The Wonder Woman. Written by the amazing, amazing. Go ahead. Greg Rucka. I'm yeah. like, are you going to do this? Or do you no, want me to? I, we were so supposed it's, to hand it off to you. It's Wonder Woman Rebirth. Number one from DC Comics. Greg Rucka was the writer. Matthew Clark did the pencils for pages one through 14. Sean Parsons did the inks 
for 1 through 14. Liam Sharp did the pages for 15 through 20. Jeremy Caldwell did the something. Oh, colors. <laughs> I don't know. They didn't put it next to it. Did the colors for 1 through 14. Laura Martin did the colors for 15 through 20. Jody Wynn did the lettering. And the covers were by Liam Sharp, Laura Martin, and Stanley Artjum Lau. So many people made this book amazing. And I just want to say, if you did read this book, the artist for the last pages, after she gets transformed and goes... To Olympus. That is the artist of the brand new yes. comic book. We Matthew, did not... Matthew Clark uh, did a uh, an okay job, but was I, right. I was sad that Liam Sharp did not well, draw the whole thing. I, I was okay. I've, I've been a fan of his art before. so um, We did not get to see the second artist, who is Nicola Scott, but right. we, she, will, she, she will be coming in the third issue. No. Yeah, it's a, second uh, issue. I thought it was the one after, because it was the first one. The second this one's is Rebirth be... number one. Wonder Woman number one. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting. This does not count. It's a solo. Okay. I keep forgetting. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So Wonder Woman has been lied to. She doesn't know her history, her background. It's all jumbled in her head. And she is a woman on a mission to find answers because she is supposedly not the goddess of war she is is she made of clay is she a daughter of zeus who knows all we know is that she has been deceived and she will be deceived no longer great, i thought greg rucka did a great, great job book. a great, great job of saying you know what y'all have fucked her up over the last couple of years let's go on a journey and find out who she is i wondered i wondered at like the last issue i wondered or maybe wouldn't ooh, it be, no, ooh, wouldn't he be, just he just got all like oh shut up would it be cool if the nicola scott issues are her in her 80s pre-52 outfit and the stuff by liam sharp is in her new outfit that would be cute but that's not what it is <laughs> be so cool. anyway i really liked the double splash page of her, her breaking the window and it has stuff from way it has 80s yep. it has 80s perez it has his the, stuff, the, the the Gorgon. Yep, Greg yeah. Rucka with that. Uh, it has her previous costumes. I love the Star Spangled Panties in that page. Like, I loved it that she is trying to figure this out. And yep. when she, you turn the page and she's like, uh-uh, and she just takes off that hideous costume and puts on her new costume. I thought it was interesting that they're not going. Originally, I'm pretty sure they had a star and now they put the bird. Yeah, on isn't her that tiara. sort of like the? But that that's reminiscent of the movie too. So. Oh, the whole costume is very reminiscent of the yeah. movie. Yeah, but she looks great, and she's pissed. I love it. That's how you start a book, right there. If you really want to take from the old and the new, and you're really gonna have this character define themselves and not let fate or bad writers define, you know, them, <laughs> they're going to do it. And I really like this. Like, I, I, I want to see this journey. I feel bad for Meredith Finch. Well, I actually don't, but I kind of, you know, all everything she wrote for that last run is just gonna be like totally like erased. So, yep, she got her money. So good for her. Although but. I'm, this is. Kind of like doubling as the new Donna Troy, though, because Donna Troy was all fucked up. Now, we, so now we're like, is Wonder Woman? Fuck? I just hope she, I just hope she doesn't go the Donna Troy route, and I really hope that she, or Rucka is able to salvage her. I really hope so. I think so. I think he will. I, I trust him. If it's gonna be anything like that book, I think if the rest of the series is gonna be anything like that book, it's gonna be great. And I love that it's they're doing a a a prequel book. A year one book and a, a new book. It's uh-huh. just so good. Uh-huh. She's finally getting her due. I love it. We haven't read a Wonder Woman comic in a while. 
<laughs> Maybe that's why. We're just so like starred for Wonder Woman. It's like, please. Ugh. All right. The next we're going to move on to a book put out by Oni Press. Uh, it's number one. It's called Merry Men, written by Robert Rodi, illustrated by Jackie Lewis, colored by Marissa Louise, lettered by John Cairns. So these are not the merry men that you're expecting. These are merry men in the way that they're merry, meaning gay. Yeah, and but they are ass kickers. So they it's are. a it's an alternate telling of the uh, Robin Hood mythos, as if the merry men themselves were homosexual. I love how you say that. Or homosexual, and they are ass kickers. I thought this was going to be light in tone and fluffy and, and a little bit fluffy, like doing but it, it is, but it is definitely arrows through that. the neck arrows is slitting people's throats in the night just wow and then sheriff nottingham is just crazy probably a homophobe because he's gay himself well it I was alluded that robin was doing the king yes and that that's what sheriff that's nottingham what, didn't like yeah and so he was uh banished or he left and it's just i don't know this book was so if, All you, over the place. if you didn't know what the book was about in the first couple pages, I mean, if you didn't read the names and what the descriptions, but it looks like a fight breaking out between these two men, and then they're just making out doing it. And they're like, and the Robin and, and I love that Robin is with the um with the tiny little Tim, John. little John, sorry, tiny Tim. I don't know, little John, <laughs> tiny Tim. It's all the same. Yeah, um, they're they're lovers. And the and the. The Middle Eastern guy too. It's a scimitar. As he keeps calling it a, a a shimmy. Yeah, a shimmy sword, which I think is a derogatory term. I don't know for the sword. A shimmy keeps, blade. That's yeah, what they he's call it. Telling him it's a scimitar, and, and, and then, then the and then the bard is all trying to have sex with like he had he was kissing with the other guy, and then was trying to have sex with the with the maid who was who's coming in to get like what's the bard? So I guess the, the bard is all over the place. And the secret of the maid. Yes. So Scarlet comes. Scarlet needs Robin Hood and his band of merry men's help to rescue her boyfriend, the only person yes. that accepts her for who she is. Yeah. And then she tells the bard her story. Do you believe that God made a mistake because I'm not in the right body? So this book really does encompass... All of it. Yeah. And I love it for that. And then you I get just the violence. See, I just want to see what Maid Marian's going to be like. Like, is she, I'm assuming she's going to be... A lesbian. Possibly. And, and Or really, like, super strong and, you know, an ass kicker herself. Because in the mythos, Maid Marian was the quintessential damsel in distress. And if we're, and if we're putting, you know... Oh, I hope they change that for Well, if we're book. putting it on... If we're putting, like, gender norms and on stuff like heads. that on their, on their sides and on their heads, then you would stand to... It would stand the fact that she's going to be a, a kick-ass lesbian character, you know, who's just, like, not going to take any shit from nobody. The end, though. I'm yeah. really interested in the next issue because yeah, the end, you find out what happens to Scarlet's fair man, and it's not good. Nope. It is not. Great issue, you guys. If you're willing, I know we haven't done an an, an an indie in a while, but I'm happy that we were able to do this one. If you're looking for something new to read that's not superheroes or capes or anything like that. And is, something being Gay Pride Month. Something being Gay Pride Month. And something just, even if you're not gay, I, th I think you would get a lot out of this because I think it's just empowering for a lot of various different people. And I think that's the main thing. I will say, I can't, I, I have to say, though, the lack of backgrounds 
and some of the artistic styling taken on. Some of the panels were rendered amazing, and then some of the panels felt forgotten. And I have to be honest with you guys, because that's what we do. The art was it, it was an it was an indie book. I mean, this isn't. Yeah. But the story and the message was yeah, totally on think, point. But I don't think the art. I mean, it had a rustic quality to it. I don't think the, I don't think the art, uh, took so much away from it that it was distracting. No, it wasn't. You know, there wasn't. So, but again, your mileage may vary. I think you should pick it up. It is endorsed highly from the Geek Chat. One book that we do not endorse, which well, I was just, I did not like <laughs> at all. And I think that if we're going to review um, all of the books, the new books that are coming out from DC, we should do all of them because we we have talked about all yeah, of the Hanna yeah. Barberas. So we're not going to uh, be dissuaded, even though how bad this book was. <laughs> Um, we're going to talk about Wacky Raceland. Number one, three ninety nine from DC Comics, uh, from I guess their Hanna Barbera line. Um, so yeah, this book. Whoa, this book. Um, it had two stories in it. The first story was the main story, and then it had a backup story, which was sort of like a uh, a little bit more about the characters. So the first story was by. He's scanning. I am. Story was by Ken uh, Pontac. Sorry, Pontac. Art by Leonardo Manco. Colors by Marana Sanzone. Letters by Sal Caprano. And the main cover was by Leonard Moncano. And then the backup story was by... Manco. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the backup story was by Ken Pontac. The art... I said it right. I know. Art by Leonard Manco. And the colors is by Marana uh, Sanzone, and the letters by Sal. So it's the same. It's the same uh, uh, creative team. Um, so uh, you have never seen the wacky Raceland Racers as you've seen them now. It's all Mad Max. It's a Mad Max dystopian future in which Penelope Pitstop is a pink wearing jumps pink jumpsuit wearing, you know, ass kicker with a long ponytail driving a the compact pussycat which is like kit and all the cars talk yeah but this and then uh you had dick (laughs) dastardly and muttley the mean machine and muttley was like this weird robocop dog and dick dastardly looked like a douche with like dreads it was a this this book was horrible i'm sorry (laughs) This book was bad. I did not like the. I did not like how they looked. I didn't like the story. I didn't like anything about it. This book was not. And I'm usually pretty okay on you books. You are. But I just was. It was just really hard reading this book. I just this does not encompass anything about that original cartoon, save that there is a race. But we have a Sarlacc pit in it, and it's just the whole book was trite and it was trash. It's ah. So what did you think, Rich? I didn't hate it that bad. I, I gotta just say, did not like this I book. have to say. This I, is really bad. See, I am a Manko fan. I like his art. Um, I think the inkist, uh, the inkist, the inker was really a little too heavy-handed in places. That was my one big complaint. My other complaint, now I can follow stories. I don't have problems following stories. But I think the way this was put together did not work for a lot of people. Um the way you had to follow the different years, you had to follow what was going on. Um, None of these look like their their cartoon uh-uh. counterparts. None at of them. All. Just 
like it is completely okay. So we had real quick. We had Future Quest, which which was, I'm glad they led with. Which was you got to see these characters as they are. We had Scooby Doo, and they changed them, but not so much that you didn't recognize them and see them and see like okay there's stuff going on about them that that makes us cohesive this complete disregard for everything that came before it but would you really want to read do you think they went too far because they went too far you don't want to read basically something for like 10 year olds no but you think they just pushed it a this little was too not, far over this was some weird crazy mad max dystopian but it's all the bad stuff about Mad Max and dystopian futures. It's all the trite, overused, cliche stuff that you've seen a million times. See, I liked some of the ideas, though. I liked the talking cars. That I thought was cute. I've seen it before. Well, yeah, but it's still not in that. It was Don't cute. Don't care. Oh, my God. Okay. It so was I, just, I can't wait there for you no, to read. There's nothing, there's nothing redeeming about this book I can't whatsoever. wait to review... The Flintstones, because I got to read it this weekend, and I have some... I can't wait to talk about that. And, just to say, I got to read Lady Killer 2, number one, today. You suck. I know. Oh, he sent it to you? Did he uh, send it no, to you? He oh. No, no, no. Okay. Dark we met, Horse said it. Yeah, we met, we met the... Uh, writer of the first the book. The writer of the first book, and he was really super sweet. Very nice guy. So, we've only got a couple minutes left, and I just want to say, Marvel fans... We were going to review Gods of War. We are. We, we are. are. I think we should talk about them all as a we one are. thing. I am. Okay, Can, can great. I finish? Thank no. you. No. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number one, Civil War. And then, why did you just touch me twice? You were so cold. I am. Like, <laughs> I'm freezing. My husband doesn't re- I'm always cold, you like, people. Seriously. Like, I was like, this can't be right. <laughs> and New Avengers number 12. All will Civil War 2 tie-ins. And this is my problem. We're not going to read My Mother of the Car. No. Even if it's a magazine or not. No. Um, my problem is when you stick the Civil War to banner on things, you lead people to believe you need to read all these things. You don't. <laughs> nope. Here's my problem. <laughs> not Civil even War to Gods of War number one was basically Hercules number seven. If you were reading Hercules, you could just continue on with this. It has nothing to do with the Civil War save for like three pages where he realizes <laughs> none of these people want me anymore. They, they didn't even like call him. me to save the universe. They don't like him. So I actually really liked this. Um, I did too. I thought it was a great book because it was about him. Yep. And it was about him in reaction to what the big thing is going on. Yeah, and the, and the fact that, you know, no one called him. He's sitting at the bar with Amadeus Cho, which I thought was a cute little thing back and forth with the wait, yeah. with the um. The bartender, the writer about being about Abnett did it, yeah, about and he's amazing being underage, so he turns into the Hulk. I was like, please don't kill my bar, please don't destroy my bar. Yeah, great book because it talked. See, the one thing that, that that I wanted more of was this made me want to go back and read those earlier oh, it's right there. issues. You're killing me. It's, it's in the, trade. It was traded. <laughs> we're gonna have to read. <laughs> I, I think I might have to go back and read it. Because I love the artist. So I this loved, is a different artist. That's what I think. That's what I'm thinking so too. But anyway, the artist was great. I liked Abnett's... Um, Humor? Yes. It's, it was just a really good book. And I, I want to know what's going on with Hercules. In, because I guess there's these there's a new pantheon of gods 
which are like 20th or 21st century gods, and they want to destroy all of the old gods. Yep. And so Hercules, they want him to join because he is, they want him to be the god of chaos and the god of war for them in this new pantheon. And so him and the old pantheon are getting together because they're going to kick some ass. And it looks like someone is making a comeback, and I am excited. Gilgamesh? I thought it was Ares. I think it's Ares. Oh, that's who you think he called? Yeah, I think oh, he good. called Ares. So I'm like, yay! Hey, man, Gil. Actually, it'd be cool if it was Gil. It was cool with both of them because I haven't well, seen Gilgamesh. Gil- he's there. He's been hanging out with him. I know, but that's the thing. I didn't- he's the fat guy sleeping on the couch. That's what I thought. But anyway, I think it's Ares. But I really love the book. I can't wait to read the next one. So Civil War II, Amazing Spider-Man, again, I don't see why this just couldn't have been in his book. The storyline is about his company. They used Ulysses. The cover shows this big, dramatic, oh my God, oh, there's Iron Man on one side and Captain Marvel on the other side and Spidey's looking all sad. And nothing to do with the damn book. Yeah, that's uh, that, that would be, what is that called? When you when you do something and it's not false advertising. Switch and bait? Yeah, it's sw- that's even better. It's a switch and bait. Although I'm fine with this one a lot more because at least the main character from the main series, Ulysses, is in this book. Yeah. And he's using his powers and trying to find what's going on with this new uh, villain that is that, that could possibly be the future and how Peter's going to deal with it. I did, as a Spider-Man fan, I really liked this book for what it was. Um, I love the new redesign for the Vultures. Yes, there's more than one Vulture. I like that you find out that um, Johnny Storm sleeps naked all the time and him and Pete were in bed together and that he's always running around naked. He sleeps hot. The Inhumans show up. Uh, I love Travel Foreman, but I feel like some of this was a little rushed maybe. I really loved it. I love the whole book. I'm a huge fan of his. Yeah. I think he was great on Animal Man and his other stuff. Um, when he was with J- Justice League U- United, fantastic issue. I just don't feel like it needed to have. I know why well, they did these, it. None of these issues do. It's a right. tie-in, you know. But but no. But that one was the more that one was more grounded in a tie-in than any of the other books that we have. That well, we have read no, that this tie-in. New Avengers 12, which is a tie-in, ties in the story. Uh, right before when the ma- all the different magicians were doing their thing. No, I I get it, but I just I just think those two those two books I'm okay with having the banner because at least and I'm more so okay with Spider Man because at least that's directly tied. Yeah, where we uh, Hercules wasn't at all. Uh, no, I mean, we got to see a couple pages to actually set it up yeah. about how Hercules is feeling sad and mopey and depressed and shit like that. So Paco Medina was the artist on this Avengers, New Avengers, and I was so happy to see him on this book <laughs> because I miss reading this book. I was happy to see him anywhere. Yeah. Um, I actually think that New Avengers 12 does less setting up for civil war and more setting up for what's actually in this book. So as far as tie-ins go, it does tie into it, but all it does is really progress the story. And uh, it was a weird book. I mean, it was, I mean, I read it because we were going to review it. Um, I don't read that book anymore and I don't blame, I mean, I know uh, Frank, one of our longtime listeners is just like, this is bad. It's bad. Ewing is bad. Blah, 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 blah. Um, is that what he does too? Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. It's bad. Um, <laughs> that's what he sounds but like. I really to am you. thinking about sometimes. Uh, that's what I really think is happening with this 
with this series. Like, I don't know what's happening with this series. And part of me just doesn't care. Um, so what's funny is I liked the Howling Commandos book. I actually really liked the idea of what they were doing. And then oh, I agree. had bad art and it got canceled. And they're bringing that back in New Avengers. So at least those characters are not leaving, which I was happy with. But, like, the guy... So the main villain... In, Maker. No, not him. The other guy, the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, who was trying to who was backed into a corner by Maria Hill because she's crazy. Um, <laughs> and now he is trying has, to take over everything. He's brainwashed. Uh, dumb, dumb Dugan who Paco Medina draws him so hot. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and like all of his former LMD, all of his LMD bodies yeah. are waking up and he has to find, but what's going to suck is that's it. Once they're done, they're done. Well, maybe this will be his only body or maybe he has a, maybe he has like, if you watch, American Dad, I love that show. Um, Roger took Francine, the alien took the mom, to his factory in which all of his personas they are being made. No, they've already said that there's a set number of bodies that Dum Dum well, maybe has. Well, maybe he has a couple more. Maybe they're not. All right. Related. I don't know. Uh, all I'm saying is you got to sell me a little bit more on these. Like, you kind of burned me. So um, next week... Oops, they, burned, me. they burned me on all of the stuff that came out for Secret Wars. And I was like, Ugh, at least that was a lot more... And enjoyable. It was a lot more connected because there's nothing else to read about. Because it was all... That was what the whole line was about. So, so next week we get to review Civil War number two. Okay. Civil War X-Men number one. Okay, I'm kind of excited about that. Because finally we get to see what's going on with this with the humans versus the X-Men. And maybe someone will go in with something. a giant vacuum cleaner and just suck up the mist like Let's they should have done a long time ago. Let's hope. I hey, still, look, police. Hi, police. Wow. I still think the um, I still think the uh, the Terrigen Mist is alive. I think that it's going to be manifested, and it's going to happen. Something's going to happen to it. We're also going to be reading Titans, Batman. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a good show! I love comic books. I love comic books too. And as always, a special thank you to our sponsors, because without them, we really wouldn't have a show. So I want to give a special thanks to Club Card Printing. They're the ones that help us do all of the fantastical prints that you see in our palm cards. And if we ever do posters, we're going to get them done there. So if you're in the San Francisco area or if you have a computer, check out clubcardprinting.com. We also want to thank Gene Gilmet. He does all the amazing artwork for the show. You can check him out at rltpress.com. Yes, Gene, I, I, and I don't take it personally that Rich is always trying to kill me. So, <laughs> also want to give a special thanks to Terry Miller. She is the mistress of the mix board and makes all those lovely sounds that you hear uh, during the Geek Chat. Also want to give a special thanks to our major sponsor, Whatever Comics, located at 548 Castro Street in San Francisco, located between 18th and 19th. Check us out online at whateverstoreonline.com and on Facebook under Whatever Store. Thank you. Oh, wow. So that was a great episode. Only one more to go, Rich. And then our 100th episode. And then... And then hopefully we'll have people over, we'll have some chips and dips, and we'll talk about comic books, and maybe do an after party, I don't know, and then we're going to have a video of something, he's looking at me all crazy. Um, and with that, I think I should go before he strangles me. So, um, I'm I'm Desmond. <laughs> I'm Rich. I'm he's De Desmond. Okay, I'm Desmond. Okay. I'm Desmond. You are, and I'm Rich. I hate you. <laughs> and we'll <laughs> see you later. Bye. Bye.
Geek Shack. Geek Shack. Geek Shack.